Welcome to Funded by Fun, a podcast for anyone interested in making money while doing what they love. My name's Matt. In each episode, I speak to a creative type who's found the secret to making a living while pursuing their passions. Episode four features Gemma Richards, a freelance graphic designer who recently founded Bue. It's an online community hub celebrating independent businesses in Cardiff. Since launching on Instagram near the start of the UK's coronavirus lockdown, Bue has helped to showcase the positive things that small businesses have been doing to support their local communities through the pandemic. In our conversation, we chatted about using social media to build an online community, the challenges of balancing paid work with side projects, and what it's like moving to a new city as a freelance creative. There's also yet another mention of our favourite co-working space, Rabble Studio, which is where Gemma and I first met. If you're not sure what we're talking about, you can learn more about Rabble by listening to episode one of this podcast. What originally gave you the idea to start Bue? Um, kind of, I guess it's been like kind of bubbling away for a while, but it's it's always been important to me to to buy from like small independents and things, um, whether that's, you know, just a gift or like buying a nice print for the house or buying like plants for the home. And I guess just being freelance and running my own like design business, I'm surrounded by so many amazing like talented makers and creators and small businesses and things. Um, I think I've just always been in awe of them. And, and I know it's difficult for some people to find these types of people to buy from. Like I find it difficult sometimes. So I guess I just wanted to start sharing it um, and getting every, giving everyone else the opportunity to find this stuff. Um, the original idea, like I've spoken to you about previously, actually was to set up a physical space um, where we could share all these products and start bringing everyone together. And I actually envisaged that being like a, a space where it can sell local produce, serve coffee, great coffee, because I love coffee, um, and then promote all that art, sell all the products, and just become a bit of a hub for like hosting events and getting the community involved. Um, so that was kind of like how that started. But then obviously, with the current situation um, and the pandemic and everything, um, it was clear that a physical space was not going to happen like at this time. So I wanted to try and keep that this alive still. So I get, I guess I just decided to form it online instead. And so I've just been sharing stuff on Instagram for now. Um, but it's been really nice just just sharing all these products and, and people have discovered new things and starting to do some new events and stuff and just yeah basically getting everyone involved in these new things and yeah businesses and stuff so how long has it been since you started it now because i remember you had the idea like a few months back and then it wasn't long after that, that you started the instagram page um i think i started the instagram page it was march at end of march beginning of, must have been end of march it was kind of like the covid stuff had st- just just started i think um so i think that's when i started the page um but yeah i'm not so actually it's been quite a while i can't believe it's like well july tomorrow. yeah oh my god in some ways it has but then you think about like people will start an instagram account it will take them years to like get to like a thousand followers and you're almost at two thousand in that short space of time so it shows how busy and proactive you've been kind of like trying to grow that community yeah yeah i mean it has grown really quickly, like, um, which is great. I think it's just been really nice to just 
I just started just sharing everyone things and then people were asking to share this and that and that was really nice um and then I, I wanted to start involving people a bit more so I started doing a few like Instagram lives with with other businesses and things um and like just talking through their work and and just trying to get get everyone involved and people were the Instagram lives are fun because people can comment on it and and you can ask questions and stuff so it kind of gets everyone involved which is really great um so I was you really actually weirdly like having it online you would think that you'd have less interaction with your audience than maybe you would in like a physical space but by doing things like instagram live it gives everyone a chance to like comment and and share their views on it in a way that if you were running uh like a talk or something it would be more like a kind of a back and forth conversation between two people with everyone else watching whereas when you have like a something like an instagram live you can have that but then also people can like chip in with their comments whenever they want as they're watching and you can respond to it and it becomes more of kind of a like a forum for discussion rather than just two people having a chat. Yeah, totally. And that's kind of what I wanted to create. I wanted it to be like this lovely community of people coming together and, and helping each other out and, and sharing stuff. And so, yeah, I'd, I'd never done like Instagram lives before. So I, it was a bit daunting because I don't like being in front of the camera at all. Um, but actually like it was fine. And um, because you're one with someone else as well it was just like we're doing now just just having a chat basically but everyone else can ask questions as well throughout so that was really nice um, and your background is a as a graphic designer isn't it yes yes so, i am um, graphic design so um, how how do you think you brought your creative kind of understanding of visual branding and you know making nice looking stuff into view and like how has that helped you to sort of establish it as a voice on Instagram? Um, yeah, so I think because I quickly, I just decided to put it online, like without having anything in place, it's super unlike me. Because obviously being a graphic designer, like you want everything to be polished and, and beautiful. And you wouldn't, like, I don't like sharing anything until it's like, oh, you know, it's perfect, it's ready to go. Um, but I was so keen to like get started. I was just like, oh no, screw it, let's just, Get something down and share it um so actually i didn't really spend that much time with the branding because i was i was more interested in just starting getting out there um talking to people and sharing stuff so the actual yeah i really want to look at it properly because i haven't really had a chance to properly look at it but i think it's quite nice i, I knew what color schemes and i knew i wanted to keep it simple and and stuff um and i guess like it's helped with the like curating the Instagram page and, and coming up with the content and stuff um, trying to keep that looking all nice and consistent and stuff like that. So that, that does help. Um, yeah. I guess what's nice is because you don't have like a super um, set like brand or, or visual style, like you're able to promote things from all different types of businesses. So whether it's like mm -hmm. a picture of some nice coffee or some flowers from an independent florist, or some cakes or something like mm. there's space for all of that on your feed and like what ties it all together is just the fact that it's kind of celebrating things that are happening locally yeah. um and just having nice discussions with nice people because it can be yeah. easy i find on instagram like especially with visual people who are used to like putting loads of thought into everything mm -hmm. they think so much about it that they end up posting hardly anything because everything has to be perfect and fit with yeah. the previous post Whereas yeah, you've just so, gone yeah. for it and been like, yeah. I'm going to post this and this and this. And like, because of that, you've grown a community really quickly. 
I know it's so yeah my um I've got like an Instagram for my um graphic design business and I I go, went through through flurries of like doing like regular posting with that and then not and then doing it and then not and I'm so inconsistent with that and that is exactly like you said because I don't want to I didn't want to share anything that wasn't like perfect and ready to go and I think there's a lot of other people that are similar in that sense especially when you're a graphic designer and I'm yeah I'm such a perfectionist so yeah this has been quite a learning curve and it's been quite good for me to just kind of get out there and get started with it to be honest so yeah it's not not worrying as much I mean I still I still try and plan what I do um what I can but then there's always stuff that pops up and I'm like oh that's really great like we need to we need to we need to post about that because that's really cool Mm. um it's just adapt (laughs) yeah and how do you choose how do you choose the content that you're sharing then? Cause there's so many different people doing different things at the moment. Um, it's a bit of a mix really. It's, it's, I follow, I just, I'm following loads of like awesome businesses. The mostly, um, there's lo- lots of local ones I follow, but also lots of other ones in Wales, um, as well, not just Cardiff based. Um, and I'm just following them and, and seeing seeing what they're all doing and, and people have been coming to me to ask to post stuff which has been really cool so I'll always share that um, so it's a bit of a mix of that and I always I try and put a bit of like personal content in there as well trying to like ask a few questions getting everyone like commenting and, and sharing their advice and, and trying to tag other local businesses so other people can hear about it they're, they're always really nice to do because you'll hear about other businesses that you wouldn't have heard of then. So that's really, really nice. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a mix of all of that really. I imagine it's going to be cool. Like once the lockdown restrictions have been lifted to actually go and meet these people in real life, because the oh whole God, time yeah. has been virtual, right? I like, haven't yeah. actually had a chance to meet a lot of them. So no, I can't wait. I'd love that. Like meet for coffees in our favorite coffee places, which are all opening up again, which yeah. is really, really exciting. Um, Corner Coffee opened up on Monday, which I'm very excited about. Did it? I didn't realize <laughs> yeah. that. Have you popped in there yet? Not yet. I think we might. I mean, the weather's been rubbish. I was thinking I'll mm. just like pop, cycle down there one day. Um, but I haven't yet. Maybe if there's, maybe it's a bit nicer tomorrow, I might pop out. Definitely too. We went to Lufkin last week and that was really nice. Just like oh. sitting in the park, have a little takeaway. It's nice that yeah. things are starting to slowly get back to normal. Yeah, we've been to Kin and Ilk um, on Cathedral Road. That was really nice. Um, yeah, and yeah, it is nice. Everything's starting to open. I still haven't ventured into the city centre though. I still I can imagine it's still probably quite quiet because you can't really stay in there because mm. it is all and stuff isn't it really but so it was sort of coffee that almost gave you the idea for beer in the first place wasn't it like how do you think that has changed as it's grown are you still keen to like continue focusing on coffee as a part of the business or how are you going to incorporate that yeah it's just evolved hasn't it like so much i think every time we have a conversation and catch up like something new is going on and, and it's like something that I was doing a week ago and I'm now doing something completely different like the following week it's mad but um it's really exciting yeah it kind of it did stem from like yeah the, the wanting to have that physical um like presence and and that was gonna like revolve around 
having the coffee there as well and, and getting everyone involved in the event like bringing everyone involved in workshops and events in person and things like that um i think that could still be on the horizon like in the future um for sure because i still i would love that i think that would be a lovely like thing to do to have this cool hub um and to bring everyone together but i think for now like just doing the events like well virtually virtually for now um but then hopefully moving them into a um real life situation would would work really well and it doesn't necessarily like need to be my own place like hopefully i can partner up with loads of other lovely local businesses and do, and do it mm. with them that'd be really nice yeah i guess that's the one of the nice things that you've managed to do is forge these connections early on so that when it does come to maybe hosting some events in real life you'll have lots of choice of people that you can collaborate with or yeah. you know run events in partnership with yeah totally um no I, I, yeah it's been really exciting um i've been loving getting all the local businesses involved and yeah the events are a, a great way of like getting them involved um but also getting the community like having a go at new things trying new things and yeah finding out about what, what everyone's doing so i think it's really cool has anything been harder than you expected or like you were surprised at how much of a struggle it was well we literally just had a conversation about the website and stuff i think that's one thing i i want to i do want to build a space for it online obviously it's just on instagram at the minute which is great um but it'd be nice to um have an online presence as well where i can share the articles a bit more i've done a few like nice little community like focus kind of feature interviews with people um, so it'd be nice to have a place for them where people can read about it on there. Um, but yeah, so that's been like a big struggle, like trying to figure out the best way to do this website, if it's something I can do myself or if it's something I need to get a developer involved with. And yeah, so that's, and because, because it's ever evolving and, and changing all the time, um, it makes sense to just have a simple like one to start with because otherwise I'll be spending all this money creating something that will inevitably change like <laughs> four to six months down the line anyway. So mm. that's been a struggle because I'm not a web developer. I can I can design websites and, and have an idea of how I want them to look, but building them is a different story. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to find with these projects, you've got people who like really excel on the creative side of things and people who really excel on the technical side of things. And if you can bring those two together, then you've kind of got a dream team. But oh, yeah. it's quite rare to find somebody who's good at both. So a bit of collaboration always helps. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it's been nice. And obviously, because of being involved in Ravel, there's always so many people that know what they're doing. So it's always good to ask advice there. So you moved to Cardiff, is it like two years ago now? Oh, I think it's like over three. Oh, really? I know. Oh, that's gone quick. Like the other day, I think it's, yeah, it was back in like 2017, I think. Which is mad. So what originally attracted you to, to Cardiff? Oh, well, it was, it was really because of um, my husband's job. Um, he used to work for British Triathlon, which was up in Loughborough. That's where we used to live. Um, and then he got offered a new role with Welsh Triathlon, which was obviously here in Cardiff. 
Um, and I'd been freelance as a designer for, I think, about a year. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About a year, because it was 2016 I went freelance. Um, and I was like, well, I'm, I can move anywhere. Um, and we'd been living in Loughborough for a while, and we were kind of done with it. Like, we both went to uni there. I moved back home for a bit, worked in London, but Lewis had been living there since uni, so he'd been there a long time. Um, so we were like, yeah, new city, that'd be, that'd be awesome, that'd be perfect. Um, and yeah, so we moved. We hadn't, neither of us had spent much time here either, so it was all really new. Um, we, we came to like visit quite a bit beforehand just to make sure <laughs> and figure out where we wanted to live. But um, yeah. Yeah, because you had that trial day at Ravel, didn't you? And that was while you were just visiting. You hadn't actually moved to Cardiff at that point. Yeah, that was the best day. That's where I met you and Amy and the dog. Oh. <laughs> I think, which, was that Willow? Oh, it was Willow, yeah. So many dogs coming in and out of Ravel. It's funny because <laughs> we were looking back at pictures from like that time and when we used to dog sit Willow and all these other dogs. And like now that we got a puppy of our own, I was like, gosh, she's massive. But also like yeah. she was this kind of the same colour as Franklin and quite um, curly yeah. as well so like you just yeah a bigger version <laughs> it's which is like a like bigger longer version of franklin with like a longer snout so i'm looking at franklin i'm just like you're just like a squashed willow <laughs> oh yeah that was the best day i remember <clears throat> coming in and just think like leaving at the end of the day and thinking oh like i would found yeah, people <laughs> i found it like i think I, I jumped on the phone to like my mum or something as i was walking back to meet lewis um, and I was just like, oh, I just had the best day. Like, I met all these lovely people. There was a dog. Everyone was chatting. We were just like working and chatting. And it was just lovely. I was like, oh, because I've been previously, I, I just worked from home um, in my like small little box room. Um, it was very inspiring. So it was just, yeah, I, that made me very excited to move. I swear this podcast is just becoming like an advert for Rabble because I feel like I talk I about it. I talk about it like every episode, but it is amazing how one space can kind of become such a key part of um, of different people's like process and social like situation. Like before Amy and I joined Rabble, like we were the same. We just worked from our small little flat that was like two rooms in it. It'd be one of us working in each room and we wouldn't really get out and see people, but like actually having somewhere to go and like, it leads to so many interesting conversations and collaborations. It's great. And as somebody who didn't even live in the city at that point, you got to come in and, and be a part of that. Like, it's just really cool that stuff like that exists now. Oh, it is. It's great. And yeah, I love Cardiff so much. Like it's got so much going on, but it's also small enough that it's not daunting or like too big or too scary or too busy. Um, and yeah, like all the green space, oh, and it's so mm. close to, like so accessible to get to the to mountains and the beaches. And obviously we love going walking all the time. So um, yeah, being that close to all that is just, oh, it's awesome. Mm. The best of everything. Where else, uh, where else do you spend time in Cardiff and Wales generally then? Um, when we're allowed to <laughs> move around, we would usually just be um, up in the Brecon Beacons, like walking. We're quite big into just going out for the day and doing big walks for the dog. Um, so we'd either go there or we would drive to the coast and do like a nice coastal walk. Drive to Pembrokeshire quite a lot. I love going down to Tenby, having walks around there and the beach. Yeah, just yeah, anything that involves being outside. 
you can kind of see that in some of your design work as well like it seems like a lot of the illustrations and things you've done like are inspired by the outdoors and it's nice being able to just like be in a space where you can go out and get inspired within like a a 20 minute drive or something yeah no totally like that's what I love that's like what motivates me the most just I think being just being outside Mm. um and yeah like I I always try I've got all these prints that I've I've started um doing and I think I've shared a few of them with you guys um which are like yeah landscapey based abstracty type things um when I get a spare moment I finish them (laughs) (laughs) you've got too many projects it's hard isn't it like choosing (laughs) choosing which projects to focus on is I think one of the one of the toughest things as like a creative person because there's so many ideas swimming around your head and it's like well I've only got so many hours in a day which one am I going to focus on next yeah totally like juggling everything and, and having the time to do those passion projects that you're really interested in is is difficult mm. um yeah how's the um how's the design work been going yeah it's been good um I had like a few big clients that with the um, current situation like cancelled well not cancelled but just like dropped like the amount of work that was coming through um so that was a bit of a pain but actually like in a way it's kind of been a blessing because it's given me like more time to focus on you um and like building that up so and actually I'm enjoying doing that I enjoy it a lot more that's that's actually what I'm most passionate about so mm. now when the design projects like do happen to come through I'm like mm, <laughs> I know I need to do you but I also mm, I'd rather spend time building this lovely community mm. I'm totally <laughs> in the same boat like things like this podcast and just like making music in my spare time I absolutely love and then sometimes that's all I want to focus on but you have to try and fit the client projects in around it because ultimately that's what's funding everything. So how much, how much of what you do would you say is motivated by like fun and enjoyment over money? Um, that's really difficult, isn't it? Like you said, like you, you know, you, this is what we do to live. Like we have to do the work and we get paid to do the work. So I, I do really struggle to say no to things. That's always been one of my big struggles um so you end up sometimes you do end up taking on work that I wouldn't be as passionate about um but you know it's it's it pays the bills and I'm happy to do it like it's not a horrible project I wouldn't take it on if I didn't want didn't want to get involved but um yeah like the actual you know doing those prints on the side and and doing all that stuff I'd love to like do more of that um when I have the time but Mm. juggling it isn't it um what do you think would be your your ideal balance like in an ideal world would you still be doing client work or would you like to focus 100% on view or do a bit of illustration and then do a bit of view like what would be your your ideal I mean like the more and more I do like the more like I'm less like motivated by money like I just want to do stuff that makes me happy um obviously I need to do something so I don't think I'll ever stop doing design just purely because I'll be able to make money that way um, and you know, I won't be able to make as much money the other in the other way. But I think um, having those different kind of streams is really good. It is. Um, definitely having a few different areas that you can tap into. I think in an ideal world, like I could see myself like doing, trying to build the view stuff to a point where I could do that, like at, you know, at least 60 80 percent of the time, and then maybe do design for twenty percent. That would be amazing. Mm. Um, but you know, it's just figuring out a way that I can 
manage that financially <laughs> mm. it's nice that you've got the option you know you've already got this established graphic design business that you can yeah. use to fund the other things and yeah. there's nothing to say that the the other things might end up being your your kind of primary income yeah. down the line but the like by building it up yourself there's no rushes there like ultimately it's it's however much you want it you want to do with it so you've got the choice yeah, yeah totally and yeah, I guess I've always got that there. Like if, you know, things change and I end up I'm not wanting, I don't see myself ending up not wanting to do this more. But um, I know that, yeah, like you said, design is always there and I, and I can always tap into clients and, and hopefully get more client work if I need it. Let's do some quick fire questions. Okay. So what would you say your worst habit is? Mm. Um, in general, I'm just, I'm a really big worrier. Like I overthink a lot of things. Um, and I'm always just worrying, like, oh, what if I said the wrong thing or what will happen if this and, and what do I do about this? And so there's, yeah, there's that. I also fiddle with my hair far too much. <laughs> Terrible habit. <laughs> what was the last song you listened to? Oh, um, well, I was listening to um, this playlist that I think I've told you about before, which is um, when we were out in Oz um, a few years ago, we listened, listened to this radio station called Triple J. Um, and from that, like I made a playlist because they just shared so many cool like new bands that I'd never heard of. And they were all amazing. Um, so, yeah, I just kept share, like saving them all and created a nice playlist on Spotify. And I just keep listening to that now. Um, are there any songs in particular that um i think like one of my favorites and probably had just listened to it it was um it's right there by the rubens um songs called hoops that's one of my favorite songs cool check it out yeah it's good what is the best meal you've ever eaten (laughs) oh my god (laughs) um just the first one that comes to mind Okay, well, my husband makes a banging roast dinner. Um, so that's probably, yeah. That's a good good answer. All right, let's do one more of these. If you could try any job for a day, what would you pick? Just be something outside. Oh, I think it'd be like, like a farm or something. That would be cool. Yeah. Just hang out with animals. Yeah, hanging out with the animals, that'd be nice. Pick some grains. <laughs> you know, like all those kind of farming simulator games. Like, do you remember Farmville on Facebook? Yeah. Do you ever play that? I always played that and I was like, this looks like a great life. Maybe I should just be a farmer. And then you realize it's not exactly like it is on the video games. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of farmers would be like, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, yeah, totally. I used to play um, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, I love that game. But yeah, I used to love that. Uh, that and the sims the sims that are so the good sims are mine, yeah yeah and just building these dream houses and building these cool roller coasters theme good park. times on windows 98 yeah <laughs> awesome okay so did you manage to get like a little scrap of paper or a post-it note or anything paper, yeah paper. all right so the last thing we're going to do is something called the random doodle challenge oh when you said about this i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun. So rubbish at like quick doodles. That would be fun. 
So Great. all you have to do is I've got a little random drawing prompt generator on my phone here. So I'm going to click it and then I'll tell you what it is. And then you'll have one minute to draw whatever it is. <laughs> and then you can show me and maybe we'll share it on the Instagram. As yeah. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I am clicking the generator. Oh, this looks like it could be good. Oh God. What's it going to be? Oh, that's nice. Okay. So it is a happy ghost. Oh. Ready? <laughs> Okay. Three, two, one, go. Oh, it's quite hard to like not make him evil looking. Right, not like an outline of a ghost. Okay, so now it's Yeah, you don't really think of ghosts as being happy. No, you just think They're of them as evil. like just think of him as like the screamite like face. Mm. Don't you? That's generally what I do. Okay, there's time. You've got a chance to rebrand ghosts, right? Yeah, make him happy. Really happy. Oh, that's. I was going to put some, no, he doesn't have arms. I'm not sure what else can do. Ghosts can have arms, can't they? I don't know, do they? I just, mine just looks like Casper with a little smile. Oh. Um, right, we've got about 20 seconds left. Oh, I'm to, I mean, I could just leave it at that, but it seems a bit... Add some spooky, spooky features. But, spooky but not too spooky, because he's happy. <laughs> he needs to be like happy, unspooky. Oh, I've just put some lines that now look like they're like smelly lines. That's okay. Like he, like he smells. All right, um, five, four, three, three, two, one. <laughs> Ghost okay. finish. Let's have a look. Oh, oh he's cute. That's great. <laughs> oh, I like it. Oh, yeah, I think he like drew the line at the top. Now it looks like he's got a bit of hair. <laughs> it it does look like he's got hair. Ghosts can have hair, can't they? Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go. He's back. a happy little guy. Yeah, he's got hair. Very good. All right. <laughs> so take a picture of that and then send it to me after, and I might might pop it on okay. your Insta. Okay, cool. Great. So very very final question. Um, at the end of most podcasts, they sort of ask people to share their Instagrams, um, which we will do for Bu and you. But I thought it would be nice to see if there's anyone else you want to give a shout out to um, someone who you think their work is worth promoting or you just think they're really cool and they deserve a shout out. There's loads of like amazing creatives like around. Um, I think I mentioned on my Instagram the other day that I bought this beautiful print um, from a local artist and she's called Rebecca Rebecca Bowley, I think I pronounced her name wrong last time. Hopefully I got it right this time. Bowley, I think, yeah. Um, and she's got just stunning artwork, stunning prints. They're all abstract and lovely. And it's exactly the type of style that I love. Um, so yeah, definitely check her out. Cool. Well, thank you for doing the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been really no nice. Thanks to Gemma for being my guest on this episode of Funded by Fun. You can check out Bu on Instagram by searching for Bu Community. That's B-Y-W Community. Or say hello to Gemma and see some of her design work at GML Creative. If you enjoyed this episode, then why not go ahead and follow Funded by Fun on your favourite podcast app so that you don't miss the next one. That's all for now. See you next time.